This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Twenty twenty one is coming to an end, but not before some more goodness from Fabrizio Romano, as Monday only means one thing. Fab joins the show to discuss Christian Eriksen and his future Barcelona and the multiple pieces that they have to figure out in January. Some American moves as well in Europe, perhaps this and match more as Fabrizio Romano joins Kego Lasso, which begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Que Golazo, another beginning to the week. We hope that you are safe. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We're on Twitter, Que Golazo Pod, YouTube.com forward slash Que Golazo, CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much for being here once again. How are you, buddy? How are you, my friend? I'm great. Thank you. Super happy to discuss with you. Transfer marketing is coming, so I'm super, super happy. I see January close and it's going to be super interesting, I'm sure. Super interesting. And don't forget, everybody, by the way, that even though we do our uh, Monday usual dose of Fabrizio Romano, we'll have some holiday specials as well as we look ahead to a very busy 2022, Fabrizio. If we didn't think that you were busy in 2021, I'm imagining 2022 is just <laughs> as busy for you. Are you ready for it? Yes, yes, I'm super ready. It will be, it will be amazing because, you know, many clubs will go for top players, for strikers. So I'm sure it will be a super interesting market. Of course, January will be about the opportunities and summer will be so big with top names and then we'll have the World Cup. So it's going to be an amazing football and transfers here. Here's a question, Fab. How many cappuccinos do you drink a day, I'm wondering? I'm not a big fan of cappuccino and of you, coffee. You don't like you know? coffee, right? No, You're not a coffee I don't. drinker, that's right. I prefer Coca-Cola, to be honest. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Coca-Cola. Well, I will send you some Inca Cola, and then that, that will be just as good. <laughs> okay, one. deal. We have a deal. <laughs> let's do it. All right, let's get going, everybody. And we begin uh, with a player close to everybody's heart, uh, actually, after um, uh, you know what happened in 2020 when uh, Christian Eriksen suffered a cardiac arrest, and but you know, luckily and thankfully, he he slowly but surely recovered. But he has a mutual consent uh, already exiting Inter Milan due to the fact that uh, he's not allowed a device that can help him. It's not allowed in Serie A, so they have to do a mutual consent. So the future now, let's see what happens with Christian Eriksen uh, at the beginning of 2022. What can you tell us, Fabrizio Romano? Is this the end of Christian Eriksen's career or is he hoping for another step in his journey? No, it's not the end. It's not the end, luckily, because, as you mentioned, uh, he has this contract terminated with Inter and they were forced to this decision. This is something really important to clarify because Inter always supported Christian Eriksen. I'm told that in the coming weeks they are planning to have Christian Eriksen in San Siro to have Inter fans celebrating with him that he's still with, with us, he's still playing football because the plan for Christian Eriksen, from what I'm told, also speaking with his agent, is to continue playing football. He wants to continue. He wants to play, to play professional football. As you mentioned, he's not allowed in Italy, and this is why he's going to look for different opportunities in different countries. 
We will see what's next. From what I'm told, I saw a lot of rumors about Ajax, uh, his former club, and of course it would be amazing. But from what I'm told at the moment with Ajax, there is absolutely nothing and Ajax are not considering Christian as an option. They respect him, of course, they love him, but they're looking for a different kind of player in, in general. I will keep an eye on Odense because it could be a possibility for Christian Eriksen. We're talking about a different kind of solution because, of course, it's not as competitive as Ajax, Inter, Tottenham and these kind of clubs. But maybe it's the best solution to be back in professional football and to take his time and to adapt again to, to professional football with this new situation for him. So we will see what will be the final choice. It's not been decided yet. He has not an agreement with, with any club, but he wants to continue. He wants to play professional football. And I think it's a fantastic news because we still remember how worried we were during the summer with, with Christian Eriksen. And now we will have very soon Christian back on the pitch. Absolutely. I think that's the good news in general. No matter where he ends up, we wish him the very best and hope that his career continues. So that, to us, is the most important thing, wherever he goes. All right, let's move on. And let's talk about uh, a club that we have talked a lot about, and uh, rightly so, financially speaking, competitively speaking. But Barcelona, Fabrizio Romano, as uh, we look ahead to January, there's a few movements that have to be made. So I'm going to ask you a few questions regarding a few players that may be going out, maybe coming in, but all about Barcelona, okay? So the first one is uh, obviously for our American audience and their interest, Serginio Dest. I'm intrigued about Serginio Dest, Fabrizio Romano. Uh, is he... A plan, part of uh, Xavi's plans. Do you think there's a chance he could move specifically as, you know, the club look to reduce the contract wages? What's the latest on Serginio Dest? Okay, we have to clarify on Barcelona that they have two different kinds of lists, we can say. There is the list of players that they need to sell and they want to sell. Into this list, they have names like Luke de Jong, uh, like Samuel Umtiti, Felipe Coutinho, Neto could be another player of this list. So they have these players that they are looking for solutions and they want to sell as soon as possible. Serginho Dest is in a different kind of list and he's a player that is not untouchable for Barcelona. Last summer he was untouchable for Ronald Koeman because he wanted to keep him. Barcelona received approaches from AC Milan, from Inter, from Bayern. Many clubs were interested in Serginho Dest, but Barcelona said no. Now with Xavi, the situation is a bit different and he's open to discuss with Potential, potential possibilities because from Barcelona they need money we know about it the financial situation is not the best one so if an important proposal will arrive Barcelona will be open to discuss and to open talks but it's not 100% sure that Sergio Dest will leave the club in January it depends on the proposal so we can say that it's one of the situations to keep an eye on in January because he's not 100% sure to stay what I can say on player side in this case is that he would be happy to stay at Barcelona he wants to fight for his Barcelona opportunity he was dreaming of this chance when he was playing with Ajax he wanted Barcelona Barcelona strongly because also Bayern wanted him and many clubs when he decided to join Barcelona and now he wants to fight for his place. So let's see if Barca will decide to sell him in January or not. But at the moment there is still no negotiation, it's just a plan. And we have to see if some club will arrive and pay the right money for Sergio Dest or if he will stay. All right, well, let's keep with Barcelona. and Let's keep with this theme that you just mentioned. Three lists, I presume. One of them is players they want to uh, dispose of, right? Luke de Jong, etc. The second list is players who are not untouchable, they, they, they're happy, fine here, but they are willing to listen to offers. That's another yes. list, right? That's Serginio Dest. And then there's the third list, of course, where it's players that who they themselves want uh, to come in. So let's, let's go to uh, Ferran Torres, as you tweeted on Monday and reported on Monday. What's the latest on him? First name in the list, priority for Barcelona. They want to sign Ferran Torres. What I'm told, on player side, they have an agreement. So Ferran Torres wants to join Barcelona. 
he's not creating problems with Man City. He's not going to force with Man City because he's happy with Man City and with Guardiola, but he wants to go to Barcelona. So his priority is Barcelona, and Barcelona priority is Ferran Torres. So there is a perfect match between Barca and Ferran, but now they need to find an agreement with Man City. So from what I'm told, five-year contract is ready for Ferran Torres and, and, and Barca, but they need to find an agreement with Man City. They are talking with Man City. They are in negotiation. Barcelona plan is to offer around 50 million euros. Uh, the price tag from Man City is around 60, 65 million euros. So there is still a gap between what Man City are asking and what Barcelona are offering. So let's see how the negotiation will end up. It's key to understand what what happens in the next few days because they are talking right now, in these days, in these minutes. And so we will see what what will be the the final decision from Man City and from Barcelona too. But he's the priority. Xavi wants Ferran Torres. The plan B could be Hakim Ziyech from Chelsea because it's normal for top clubs to have different options when you need to sign a player. In, In January, transfer market in particular is very fast. And so it's very important to have other options ready and they have they also had contacts with people close to Hakim Ziyech because he's not always a starter for Chelsea and so it could be an opportunity but it's not advanced yet because the priority is and will be Ferran Torres for Barcelona. Interesting about Ferran Torres I presume a lot of it has to be personal you know he's from Valencia so obviously he wants to go back to Spain the other one is obviously I presume he has a close contact with Luis Enrique the national team coach and obviously he's a Barcelona legend so we will see what happens but I presume a lot of it is personal there uh, Fabrizio as well as I mean obviously it's rotational with Pep Guardiola with Man City but you said he's happy so I'm intrigued to know what why the move and that's why I go back to him just being back to his culture. No, your point about being Spanish is super important. It's super important to him. He wants to be back in Spain. He wants to play for Barcelona because it's something he was always dreaming of in his uh, in his childhood. So he always wanted to be a Barcelona player. And then having Xavi as a manager mm. is something very important because Xavi wants Ferran Torres. He's pushing to have Ferran Torres. He knows about it. The player knows about it. And Xavi is considered a legend also by Ferran Torres himself. So it's, it's something that the player really wants, respecting Man City. But then, if at the end they are not able to find an agreement, the player will be respectful with Man City. And okay, there is something worse in life than playing the Bayern Manchester City player. So he's not going to create any problem. But his priority is Barcelona. And Xavi is a key figure in this, in this Barcelona and Ferran Torres story. The importance of a legendary player as a manager cannot be undervalued. As an Aston Villa uh, fan of Steven Gerrard, I, <laughs> I completely concur. Let's stay with Barcelona because uh, Sport reported about Edinson Cavani there, Fabrizio Romani, and maybe him leaving Manchester United and perhaps also uh, an interest of Blaugrana. What do you say? Yes, with interest, we can say it is true. Also on deadline day last summer, Barcelona were thinking of Cavani, but from a United, it was a no. So it's very important to understand what May United want to do with Edinson Cavani, what Ralph Ragnick wants to do with Edinson Cavani, because from what I'm told, no decision has been made yet by Manchester United on Cavani's situation. They want to understand, with, together with Ragnick, Bort and Ragnick, what is the perfect step on this, on this point. But it's true that Barcelona have an interest in Cavani. The plan for Barcelona, the perfect plan would be to sign a winger like Ferran Torres or potentially Hakim Ziyech as plan B and the center striker. With Cavani, that is appreciated because they know that the fee won't be so big. They are not intentioned to pay money to, to Manchester United or not big money. So if Man United will be open to let him leave as free agent in, in, in January because he will be a free agent in the summer. So to anticipate this deal in January and to save his salary, Barcelona would be interested. If it's about paying 15 or 20 million euro, Barcelona are not going to do it. So it's an interest as they had interest in many different players. Artur Cabral from Basel, uh, Alexis Sanchez, many names in Barcelona lists. 
So interest, yes, but we're more than told it's still not at the final stages because it depends on the United too. I don't know if it'll happen, but I do like these targets for Barcelona. I, I, I like the thinking behind it. So but I don't know if it'll happen, but I like it. One person, one player who is a Barcelona player who's absolutely lining it up, a great weekend for him, unsurprisingly, Gavi. And, uh, you know, Barcelona's main priority is not just to get players in, but to keep the young, talented players uh, that they already have. So what's the latest on him and his contract extension? Yes, they did great on this point with Pedri and with Don Sufati because in a different period for the club, they were able to extend their contracts with a 1 billion close for both players. So it was very good. And our next one has to be Gavi. This is the plan for Barcelona. As you mentioned, he's doing fantastic with, with, with Barca. Uh, he had another fantastic weekend playing at, at top level. So he was absolutely super happy with it. Now it's important to understand what will be the final plan about the timing because they have the new contract in place. It's going to be a five-year deal with salary increasing season by season. So everything is in place with the proposal. It's about the timing. My feeling is that it's going to end up in maybe the first or second month of 2022. So it's going to take some time. It's not going to be extended in a few hours or in a few days. But they have the new contract proposal ready. It's going to be on the table in the next few days. And as I mentioned, the player wants to stay. And it's very important for Barcelona to be fast because he has a release clause as of now for 50 million euros. And this is something incredible because I'm sure that every top club would be prepared to pay. But Barcelona are feeling relaxed because Gavi wants to stay and they are prepared to extend this contract. So it's just a matter of time. 50 million. They better get on it if they want to learn their mistakes. Yes. You know, Messi, my goodness, that is an absolute bargain. You know what's another bargain? Dusan Vlaovic, Fabrizio Romano. Unbelievable. And you've heard it here first with Fab Orquegolazo. <laughs> this is a kid, 33 goals in one calendar year. That's uh, the most since 1960, passing Cristiano Ronaldo, 21 years old. He's also like a good combination. Have you ever seen the movie American Psycho? Richard? No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. So please Google it. It's a Christian Bale. <laughs> it's literally Dusan Blaovic. Like it's him and us <laughs> from American Pie. That's why I think it is. But Dusan Blaovic, such but he a still has one game. Eh? He still has one game. To, Level to with Ronaldo, to... I believe, yes. not passing. Level right, with right. Ronaldo, but he has still one game. So maybe your prediction could be good. Because well, he has yeah, to play with Verona. So. <laughs> oh, it's definitely happening. He will pass yeah. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. That's right. I think too. But what's the latest on him? Because obviously um, the latest to what you tweeted was that uh, Fiorentina CEO has said Dusan doesn't really want to stay here, it sounds like. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's done, he doesn't want to extend the contract because they're offering him the biggest salary in Fiorentina history. And Barone, Fiorentina CEO, confirmed it again. They're proposing him a lot of money. It's more than 5 million euros net per season. That is a huge salary for Fiorentina. We're not talking about Inter, Juventus or Milan. It's Fiorentina. And 5 million euros net is a big proposal. They're offering this money since September. But from Blaovic's side, they are not intentioned player and agents to accept this proposal. He's out of contract in 2023. So they still have time to find a solution. The feeling is, in January, still same position. Or any club has to pay 70 million of Fiorentina are not accepting these proposals. So there is the serious possibility to see Vlaovic staying at Fiorentina in January and then leaving in the summer. So it's going to be an interesting point. I'm sure this Boeing is doing something incredible because, as you mentioned, he's scoring goals, leadership. Uh, he's breaking records and records every single week. But I'm sure that he will be focused also if he will be able to stay at Fiorentina in January to bring Fiorentina back to European football. They are really dreaming of this and Dusan Vlaovic is able to, to, to do this with Fiorentina. 
and then maybe to leave in the summer. Because at the moment, there is still no proposal for 70 million in January. But let's see. Let's see what happens. Yes, because that's the key. I mean, right now, yeah, fine. I want to help Fiorentina. But what happens if 70 million indeed comes in and then he's got some serious thinking to do? But regardless, he is an absolute talent. All right, let's uh, finish up here. With some American movement, we uh, briefly talked about Serginio Des Fabrizio, but yes. uh, another American I'm intrigued by is, and obviously you know well, playing at Juventus, Weston McKenney. Uh, there's some murmurs, some rumors about maybe him to the Premier League. Is that even a possibility? What What's the latest? And how happy is Max Allegri with Weston McKenney? Yes, we have a lot of rumours about Leeds this week. We had rumours about Tottenham also in the past week. So many clubs are interested in McKennie, and this is true. But from what I'm told, Juventus' plan is not to sell McKennie in January. Now he's an important player with Juventus when his fit is always playing with Allegri as a starter in the midfield. So I think it's going to be complicated for any club to, to sign Weston McKennie, also because Juventus are not accepting loan proposals. Tottenham wanted him on loan because the director of football of Tottenham Fabio Paratici was the man who signed him for Juventus from Schalke uh, one year and a half ago. So this is why he wanted him at Tottenham, but Juventus said no for a loan proposal. For Leeds, I think it's going to be complicated. They're having a difficult season and Weston is fighting for important targets with Juventus uh, and also for Champions League. So I think it's not going to change for, for Leeds. Let's see what happens in January, but my feeling is that at the end, Weston McKennie will stay at Juventus and then next summer he will make a final decision on his future. Well, let's conclude with the USMNT corner. Anything on, obviously, these players that we've continued to discuss as January comes uh, around the corner? Brian Reynolds, uh, Ricardo Pepe, Daryl Dike, uh, any movements with those players? Yes, for Dike, it's still, uh, still the same situation. Many clubs following him are still no proposal. For Ricardo Pepe, something is going to happen. So with proposals, we still need to wait some days, some weeks, and then we will enter into the race. But many and many European clubs are interested in Ricardo Pepe and he wants to move. So this is why there are huge possibilities. For Brian Reynolds, I want to say again that he's going to leave Roma. Uh, Jose Mourinho, again, he's only trusting Rick Carson as a right back. He's never giving opportunities to Reynolds. So I think his final decision is to let this boy leave. It's going to be a loan in January. We will see if we'll be in, in Italy or in, in different countries. But the idea is so clear and this with Brian Reynolds to leave Roma in January. Do you see you see them all making a move in one way or another? Perhaps that's the high probability. Mm, uh, you mean for for Reynolds? For all three, let, let's say uh, Ricardo okay. Pepe. You see him moving in January? Yes, yes. I think there are good chances. He's not hundred percent sure yet, yet, but he has good chances for Dike. Chances at fifty percent, not hundred percent, but fifty percent. Yes, for Reynolds, I would say ninety nine point nine. Okay, so Reynolds is definitely the most likely uh, ever since the broken relationship. He has with Joseph Mourinho, but there is no broken relationship here between myself and Fabrizio Romano on Kego Lasso. Anything else you're working on before we say goodbye, Fab? I wanted to say about Andreo Nana because we had an interview of this boy a few days ago about Barcelona, saying that mm. Barcelona is his first option and this kind of things. But as always, guys, don't trust interviews about transfer market. <laughs> transfer market is about the news and the behind the scenes, not about the public interviews. And so the truth is that Onana is not going to Barcelona. He's going to join Inter as free agent with a four-year contract. He's going to sign as free agent in January, but he's going to join the club in June 2022. So everything is in place and Onana will be a new Inter player. Great advice. Don't trust player interviews when it Never. comes to their own decision-making. Take it always with a pinch of salt. It's always about what happens behind the scenes, and there's no one better behind the scenes than our very own Fabrizio Romano Fab. Thank you so much, my friend. 
Thank you, my friend, as always. See you soon with new episodes. And let me wish again happy holidays this week and in the coming days to our listeners of Kegolasso. Absolutely. Make sure to follow us on Kegolasso Pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave a rating and review. Fabrizio Romano on Twitter and Instagram. LM Echegaray on Twitter. Luis M. Echegaray on Instagram. But this is Kegolasso. Thank you so much and have a great, great beginning to your week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.